seeing the video and freaking out because there's Martha Quinn. <laughs> I don't know. It was almost like, is that her? Is that not her? Mm-hmm. Oh, I could tell. I was immediately my buddy, <laughs> my buddy John was like, What? I go, that's Martha Quinn. And of course, it's off the shot. And you, you know, you're not rewinding it because we don't have rewind. <laughs> right. And um, he's like, Yeah, wait yeah, for it wasn't. to come back around yeah, again. Yeah. So we had right. to wait another 12 hours with the song. <laughs> the greatest list podcast a show about music and lists this season your hosts jason and eric are counting down the top 50 movie soundtrack songs from the 80s think your favorite made the list tune in and find out take it away boys welcome back to greatest lists your favorite music history podcast featuring lists of the greatest songs of all time You've got Dean Jason here and my co-host Dean Eric. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you know, I figure Dean. since we're we're essentially running this university, right? Yeah. University. So at this point, oh. man, we're deans of the school, man. We're deans of the school. Oh my gosh! Oh, so and what are we schooling our listeners on yet again? It's the movie soundtrack songs of the '80s, of course. Yes. Yeah. Our little two-man committee here pulling all the uh, songs this week we are actually revisiting a movie soundtrack that came up with eric's number 41 pick which was hazy shade of winter by the bangles our next selection takes us back to yet another brad pack movie less than zero coming in at number 24 on the countdown going back to cali by ladies love cool james or ll cool j by the numbers Released as a single on January 27th, 1988, nearly three months after the movie and soundtrack were released, Going Back to Cali became the second top 40 hit for LL Cool J after I Need Love, which came out in 87. Uh, Going Back to Cali only peaked at number 31 on the main chart, Mm. uh, number 12 on the R&B chart. But the song has legs, let me tell you. It would achieve... (laughs) Gold certification in 1991, that's 500,000 units. And then fast forward to 2017, it's now certified platinum, selling 1 million units. Wow, that took a while. It did. (laughs) Like I said, it had legs. (laughs) So uh, Slow and steady wins a race. That's right. The song was written by producer Rick Rubin and James Todd Smith, a.k.a. L.O. Cool J. That's his uh, real name there. Uh, the main concept came from Ruben, who was thinking about moving from New York City to L.A. And according to Song Facts, uh, Ruben said that L.L. was always asking him for concepts. And since the rapper had the basic idea, he could write about anything, uh, was what Ruben said. And then speaking to Rolling Stone in 2016, I like that the song was different because it has a, just a different kind of funk. There's a slower beat and a faster beat kind of mm-hmm. working together to create a counterbeat and it mm-hmm. created a new feel unquote. Yep. LL was quoted though, saying about the song, this one is a strange one. It went out of my comfort zone, explaining that he really never really liked the song. So wow. uh, that's uh, I had not heard that before, but it I would eventually either. appear on his third solo album, walking with the Panther <laughs> came out in June, 1989. Oh, I remember this album in my rotation. Really? At the time. Yeah. Uh, had a couple more singles on it, which I uh, really enjoy. Uh, I'm that type of guy and Jingling Baby. 
love those two songs by LL Cool J. So yeah, that late 80s was like my comfort zone for rap. Uh, Run DMC, LL Cool J, uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. I had all those albums that were put out in the, you know, kind of later part of the interesting, 80s. Interesting, interesting. Uh, I saw this technically qualified for the countdown so i had to pick it up and throw it in at some point yeah i didn't know he didn't like the song that's kind of funny yeah let's get personal all right so i never associated the song with the movie yeah me uh, either. like i was late to it like i said uh when we first talked about less than zero but you know i don't remember even where they use it in the film in the one time that I've watched it, but yeah. the memories are pretty much tied to the music video that was on heavy rotation on mm -hmm. MTV. Yes. Uh, you just don't see that many black and white videos, you know, kind of back then. So it always stood out to me uh, other than just the music itself, which was kind of weird and funky. And, you know, like Ruben was saying, it's uh, just different from what was yeah. you know being put out at the time, but it's true. You know, if you remember the video, you got these girls dancing on top of the phone booth. You know, there's this <laughs> very uh, provocative camera angle. Yeah. And a, then it's a very you, weird video. Yeah. You've got uh, LL in this uh, C3 Corvette, my favorite type of Corvette, you know, yeah. uh, convertible, just cruising the strip. And you know, they've got some interesting close ups with him and just the all the different girls and stuff happening. Uh, in the background, but that video, gosh, I, you know, I ate that up and it seemed to be <laughs> on the hour, you know, on MTV once it, uh, once the song came out, but yep. Yeah. What do you remember about kind of the, the music video, I guess, mainly well, I could, the music video is it. I remember it because it's the first time that at least me, I'm sure a lot of other people, it's the first time that we see Martha Quinn after she leaves MTV. That's right. Cause at the, at the time, you know, we didn't have the internet, so we couldn't go, you know, we couldn't follow her on Twitter or, you know, <laughs> yeah. look up her, you know, wasn't Googling. Yeah. We, we couldn't Google Martha <laughs> is, Quinn. It's Martha Quinn in the yeah. going back to Cali. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. And so I remember, I vividly remember watching the video and seeing her and, and being oh my god that's martha quinn because because when she left mtv if you didn't see her sign off and say goodbye you didn't know where she went right and so and i was in love with martha quinn so <laughs> to see her again on something you're like oh well there she you know just you know it's just it was just kind of a uh i don't i guess a comfort thing that martha uh -huh. quinn's back yeah then you, but but then you never see her again for it was you know, real quick too i mean she's just yeah it's like a it's, a it's a passing shot they're standing up against a wall right she's there and then she's gone and you're like hey bring bring martha back <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's in this like real frilly kind of skirt too it's yeah it's weird. like really wide yeah yeah it's, yeah it's uh but yeah it was that's the that's what i remember most about the song and the video is that it was our it was our first glimpse of martha quinn after she left mtv <laughs> the breakdown all right so uh the horns are so great and according to ruben they were real musicians they're not samples you know something very uncommon oh, wow. in, in hip-hop at the time uh -huh. you know sampling and all that stuff but uh rick ruben didn't chart out like their horn parts he just told the musicians what to play and let them have at it you know and, <laughs> which sounds like rick ruben i mean and they ended up in right yeah they uh and you even got a little sax solo in the song there. So uh, 
my favorite part of the song is just the big record scratches yeah. in there. Oh gosh, I just love that. And the lyrics are just more freestyle than your traditional rap, you know, from the time. He uh will put a couple lines, you know, her bikini small, heels He's tall. tall. <laughs> he said she like the ocean yeah you know, it's just it's so weird the structure of it he's a and, but that's the way he raps though i mean if you listen to the other stuff he that he's he's a different kind he has a different true uh, yeah different meter to his rapping and that's not just this song but it's it's very unique yeah but i've always just liked the way that it's you know kind of put together and if you listen there is a lot happening yeah. in the bra- background more than i ever really noticed um, there's an instrumental version on YouTube that just really lets you hear everything. And you'll hear several, like uh, Ruben was saying, there's several rhythm tracks. Uh, there's a kick drum and then there's a snare and then there's this like tin can sound <laughs> that comes in too. Uh, there's some like weird effects, almost like you would uh, hear if you like sh- were shaking a poster <laughs> or like a long piece of paper, you know, like fake thunder or whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. You got to go out and listen to the instrumental, but uh, there are some other keyboard notes too that I never noticed that they tried to match like the first note of the horns. When the horns come in, they try to hit the keyboard to kind of make it bigger oh. uh, and, and match it. So yeah. it was just really interesting listening to the to the instrumental part. So you've got to go out and check that out. But what do you like about the song? I mean, I just... I've been a fan of Rick Rubin for a long time because his his discog- his discography goes from <laughs> from LL oh, Cool yeah. J it's all over the place, to man. Slayer <laughs> to you know just he's he's all but if you listen to everything that he does it's it's like that it's like that it's there's just stuff all over it even in mm-hmm. even in the the metal stuff that he does there's just he's just a he's a ridiculously weird guy but he's an incredible producer. But it works, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but he's but what he does is is incredible. And so I've always it doesn't matter who it is. I've always mm-hmm. liked his production. Um I'm not a huge LL Cool J fan. I, I mean, I think this and and Touch your mouth. <laughs> I think this and I can't think of another LL Cool J song that I could name off the top of my head. Oh wow. Okay. Um, I can I'm trying to think and I can't um, oh, I guess live without, without um, my radio. Mama said knock I'm, you out. Oh, yeah. Mama said knock you out. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. I lied. I can name two songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but I mean, you know, this song. I, 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 I'm like you. I can't remember where it is in the movie, but I've always liked this song for some reason. I don't know why. I think I just like the the horns part and the, and how they they blend the horn in with yeah. the record scratches. It makes it. I mean, they at times they sound like it's a it's a it's a DJ scratching the record and it's the horns, but it's not. Apparently, it's really it's yeah. real horns. Yeah. So, um, but I've always liked this song for some reason. I don't know why. It's just I can sing along to this. And yeah, it's just so neat. Unique. It's kind of catchy. And it's it's so kind of it's weird, but it's catchy weird. You know, is that, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So absolutely. All right. Well, uh, going back to Cali, comes in at number twenty four just for its style man that's all yeah. i put in here i mean it's yeah just such i mean it didn't song. it didn't chart very high so it's not like it was a yeah. mega hit when i like i said when i saw it in the pool of songs that we had going i just had to grab it and yeah 
for our bonus song this week, we might as well keep uh, the rapping going. Oh, and uh, we're going to do yes. Bring the Noise from oh. Public Enemy, which was also on Less Than Zero. Yes. So we're going to do uh, two rap songs this week. If you have Spotify Premium, stay tuned to hear the songs right after the episode. If you're a free Spotify user, you'll hear about 30 seconds. And if you want to find our music outside of Spotify, those song whip links are in the show notes and we'll connect you with the songs in your favorite music app. Give us your thoughts on today's episode via social media. Come on, Martha, chime in. We want to hear from you. Yes, Martha. <laughs> We're going to tag her on Twitter. Uh, I'm RD80s on Twitter. Eric is at Eric underscore Vardaman. We'll see if Martha will chime in on today's episode and uh, give us a little insight on her quick appearance there. Eric will take over for our number 23 pick in the next episode, which will feature our first song, not in English. There you a go. A little tease for you. So thanks for listening to Greatest Lists. And we look forward to continuing our countdown of the top 50 80s movie soundtrack songs in our next episode. You've been listening to The Greatest Lists.